This week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by... No, guys, we're talking about Annihilation. Yeah, nothing. That doesn't Absolutely need to be brought to you by no. anything. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not brought to you, but, you know... But anyway... Yeah. I'm you Kristen don't need a Kiss. Sponsor for that. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman, and we're the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison, prison Dad. Dad. There are six you. Prison Dad books. There is a seventh Prison Dad book uh, if coming I out. Pretty finish soon. writing it. Yeah. <laughs> My stories are almost done and Mine just editing not. away. So. Uh, we want to just remind you really quick that we have three upcoming events mm-hmm. that, uh, coming up pretty soon. So the first one coming up is in August 11th and 12th. It's a free con at the Coventry Mall in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're pretty amped about this. We went to it two years ago. We need to pay to get into it, and there was a big crowd. So we're hoping like a decent crowd. This is Psycho Scene Events put this on. They're awesome people. They're always doing cool stuff. They do the comics and cosplay um, cons in Philly all the time. They always have... Always posting such great pictures. Um, really, like, super, really, super, super excited to see them. On September 29th, mm-hmm. we are going to be doing a book con, not just, like, a straight-up, yeah, like, sci-fi about con. It. It's going to be independent authors, um, and it's... September 29th in Roselle, New Jersey, which is right by Cranford. Which is where my sister lives. So right. We're going to go visit them, too. Right, yeah. So, really fun. So that's on Saturday, Thank September you. 29th from 11 a.m. to like 6. Yeah, so we'll be with other writers. Yeah. Weird books. Come yeah. Come out there. Straight up books. And then the weekend after Thanksgiving. Where will we always be? In Timonium! Maryland with our old friends at Chessie Con. And right. Joe wrote me an email that I have to respond to. Oh, yeah. I was, we were going to. I was in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was on my list Shout of things to do. Shout out to Joe to Hogan for being awesome. Okay, so, um, this week we're going to talk about getting annihilated. Yeah, we're talking about some annihilation. Yeah. Yeah, right. like, like frat boys. No, nothing no, like that. No. It's actually a very intriguing movie. So we're going to keep this spoiler free. We're, yeah, we're not going to spoil the ending. No. Yeah, we're not going to spoil the ending, but... Um, but you, we'll talk about stuff that you probably at least saw in the commercials. Right, exactly. That's how and I a, feel, too. And a little bit of stuff that I read online. Right. That I still think, you know. First off, um, two thumbs up. I loved it. Yeah, really cool. And if you were like us, you probably didn't see it in the theater because there were so many movies that were so theater-worthy this year, it's tough to get to everything. Now, yeah. I like, you know, like, we work long hours, you know, children and... You know, other responsibilities. Life gets in the way. So you can't see everything. Because we wanted to see us in the theater. Yeah, we did. We even we said it in our, like... really cool. Yeah, we, we, like, did, like, our winter movie we, and preview. We, had, we, we talked about going to see it. We to go, like, yeah. see it after work, but the weather was bad. Yeah, remember it weird. snowed for, like, three months? Yeah. yeah. We, it just got crazy, but... But we wanted to tell you that we finally did sit down and watch it, because now it's on On Demand, so yeah. it's a perfect opportunity for you guys out there. If, if mm-hmm. you missed it in the theater, right. you know, g- gather everybody up. Not yeah. the really little ones, because they'd be ready to start by it, but, you know, yeah, grab your I, husband I, I or your significant other or your buddies, and uh, get some popcorn going, and curl up on the couch and watch Annihilation. Yeah, so, um, strong female characters. Let's start there. Yeah. So many women characters in the, like, the only real male Character is, is Oscar Isaac's character, you and know? he's, like, in a coma. Yeah. But, you know, that's not a spoiler. That's, no. You see that in the ads. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Natalie Portman is, like, brilliant. She's, like... Um, and reminds us again that she can act. Yeah, yeah. that she, you know, she studies um, cellular biology 
and she works, you know, as as an educator, but she was also in the army for so seven she's years. Like a badass, um, you know, and and she's going to try to figure out what's wrong with her husband because he mm-hmm. went on uh, an army deployment, and when he came back to the house, he was acting really weird, right, and started having a seizure and bleeding out of his orifices, which yeah. is very scary. Um, and he ends up in a coma um, in this place. I think it's in New England. Correct me if I'm wrong. We, we, I, so it didn't have the rocky beaches, which yeah, made me okay. think that it definitely feels East Coast to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like it was California. I feel like it was like, because Flo- it was swampy, Florida, mm-hmm. Georgia. That's true. You know, yeah. um, so right. we don't know the exact location. If they did say it at some point, I, it was I totally to missed me. it. So yeah. it's definitely, I feel like it was because of the swampiness, uh, I felt like it was in the South. In the South. Okay. I mean, that, that's... Quite possible. I could see that, too. And the sand on the beach. Um, yeah, not the rocks. You know how I feel about sand. Yeah. We're not going to talk about sand. Sand. He was armed only with this. No! No! What we're talking about sand. is, uh, there's an amazing uh, song out there. Someone made uh, a little remix. They they auto-tuned uh, Anakin's voice. Talking and, about sand? Yeah, made a, made a song up sand. about sand. It's really funny. It's... It's, I watched it like three times right yeah, away because I kept laughing so hard at yeah, it. Yeah, they changed like all these lines in the movies to be about sand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's a good time. But um, We're not so, here to talk about sand. No, we're not, we're not going to talk anymore about sand because it upsets Anakin and then he might kill younglings. We can't have that. Um, so, but yeah, so like everybody, the acting was really good in this movie. Um, you had, um, you know, uh, the, the woman that's, that's in Westworld now. Um, and I don't know her name off the top of my head, but, um, she, yeah, uh, the, she's like part of the group in Westworld that, that runs the company and she's in this season trying to like save, you know, Bernard and, and get everybody out. Um, but she's, she plays one of the ancillary characters. Um, but it's like this group of women that are going in to Jane the Virgin and yeah, it's, Jane um, the Virgin who's, who does J- a really good job being like a badass. Yo, she was awesome. Oh, she was really great. And, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, who Jennifer Jason normally Lee, usually a cuckoo bananas nut job and doesn't disappoint here either. No. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I couldn't say, I was going to say something else, but no, you just, um, you hit it out of the park. I wonder Nailed how it. she is in real life. If you she's like run. a normal person, I feel like she three. can't be. But um, that's just me. But um, anyway, so Natalie Portman's going Sports. in with this with this team of like cool badass women to try to figure out like what's happening on this coast. And first off, the, the cohesion between the group, the three three of the four members of the team were sitting around the table like the night before, like drinking beers and like hanging out. Yeah, like that was like that was kind of cool because like immediately it's cool to see you know because like when the Avengers first meet, they're all fighting, you know. Yeah. And then if you watch that, you know, Batman vs. Super... Oh, I threw in my mouth. My mother's so name is Martha, too. Martha! Martha, fuck. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. My wife works with a Martha, and every time she gets on the phone with her, which is like three times a day, I was under my breath, I always go, Martha. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but no, so it's cool. So they go in, and they're trying to investigate this thing. They're calling it the Shimmer. But it seems to be some sort of an alien thing. The Shin. Yeah. The Shinin. Watch the out for the Shinin, boy. The Shinin. So we know there's this alien presence creating this barrier around um, a, a pretty big swamp area. Right, and most of the people that have gone in have not come back out. Nobody has come Oscar out. Isaac is 100%. the only Yeah, he's exception. the only one. And they didn't even know he got out. Yeah. He just kind of showed up at her house. And he showed up at her house. They were, they were alarmed because... Because they didn't, didn't see him like leaving yeah. back through the sh- shimmery. Shimmer, I mean, go back to the base the at all. Shimmery right? shiningness. 
Um, but yeah. So they go... Say something different every time. <laughs> pretty much. So they go in, and they're trying to figure out, like, what is going on on the so other that, side of this. And they're bed. using all their different uh, expertises, which is cool right. when they're going through yeah. because some biology, someone's, you know, someone's in, into something else. And, and someone's in psychology. There was and, such a good, well-rounded team. I love the, the, I love the team. Yeah, and they talk about... I'm a big um, fan of the team. You know, when they, when they go through the barrier that everybody has kind of like nothing to lose. And that's yeah. why they're all on this trip. So it's true, too. Natalie Portman's trying to save her husband. Which nobody knows about right away. Right, she keeps that That secret. was cool because... Yeah. Yeah, and Cuckoo Bananas Nut is has like no friends or family, so she's kind of like on a mission to figure out some purpose for her life. Jean the Virgin, I think, is supposed to be a recovering addict. Yeah. Um, the one woman who I think was from like Sweden or something had her daughter had died of cancer. Yeah. Um, so what she's kind mean? of at a point where she's not sure what to hope for anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget what the other young lady, the one I think that's you just on named Westworld. Everybody. No, the, um, yeah, the one that's on Westworld, but she she seemed like she was very isolated as well. So she, everybody she was, was damaged, like, yeah, hurt or somebody you know somebody had abused her or something. But anyway, so they're all like sort of people who have not so much to hope for, right? And they're going to see what's going on with this dangerous and questionable, um, you know, sort of alien created world within our right, world. Right, right. Um, and it's scary, and it's interesting, and, like, there's definitely interesting science aspects woven into it. I was reading an article um, where uh, Vulture uh, had interviewed um, the director, who I think his name is Alex uh, Garland, um, and he was saying that, you know, the book is really more... It's It, it was based on a book, and the book is about, like, an alien visitation but it's also about people being Mm self-destructive and so i could really see how he brought a lot of those themes into the movie that he made um just about like people walking around and like trying to destroy themselves and putting them in these putting themselves in these extremely dangerous situations where it's very highly unlikely that they'll come back from it right you know and why why do we do that and Mm -hmm. like Cuckoo Bananas even asked that question. Right. Yeah, what yeah, yeah, what yeah. sort of drives us to destroy ourselves? Is it something that's even at like a cellular level? You know, that humans are self-destructive. So I thought that was really interesting. And he also talked a little bit about like the imagery in the movie. So one of the things that Jeff had pointed out when we were watching it, and if you get a chance to watch it, um, the home that Natalie Portman is in in the beginning when her husband is, is away, um, it mirrors a home that's shown on the inside behind the, the shine. Um, which that's is the shin cool. boy. Um, also like there's a character, uh, that's, it's basically like a bear, but it's been like mutated mm-hmm. and it's kind of an important part of the story. But the idea behind that is like, it's, it's carrying pain and, and it's wounded and broken and carrying pain around with itself without being able to really share that with anybody else. And so he was saying that that's kind of mirrors Oscar Isaac's character. Um, because you find out like his backstory and what was going on with him and his wife. And so he has a tattoo on his chest of a bear because they were kind of supposed to like be mirroring each other. Um, and, and both with like that sort of self-destructive aspect, um, of being like broken and wanting to continue to break themselves. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just, I, it made me think it's beautiful to look at, um, the, you know, the imagery that they did. There's like a really cool, like alligator that has like shark teeth and the bear has like its bones on the outside. 
Um, it, there's just, like, all sorts of cool things. There's beautiful, like, flowers that are, like, sort of interweaved. And, it's a plot um, point, too. You'll learn it later. Yeah, it's just... it was. And a if really you saw cool Ex Machina, it's the same director as Ex Machina. Yeah. Which was a good-looking movie. Yes. And also kind of very, like... You know, it had, like, a hopefulness, but it was also extremely, like, sad. And, yeah. And about broken people. Yeah, oh, totally. Um, but... Uh, I liked it. I thought it was cool that the characters were all kind of flawed. Like, nobody was, like, an all-American good guy, perfect person. Like, everybody had things that they did that you were like, oh, okay, well, maybe. Um, You know, and and they were very human Um, in in the face of this alien. And what I also liked, too, is that, like, you didn't know what the alien wanted. Yeah. Which always, I think, is so interesting, because if you, and if you're interested in, in, like, speculating about aliens, um, Jeff and I did a whole podcast about our thoughts on what could be out there, and I thought this fit right into, like, the type of stuff that I sort of talk about. Like, that episode was called... That you, like, don't, you can't relate to it at all, you don't understand anything. Right. That was the episode, uh, Aliens, Aliens, Aliens. But this mm-hmm. also ties into, um, kind of the... Uh, what do the robots do when they win podcast because you weren't sure what the end game was here with this with this guy right like, you don't with this know thing what, what like the, what, what they I said guy but you don't know what, what it was what it yeah. is like what it even is like right but anyway um look it's definitely worth watching it's creepy it's very beautiful to look at it makes you think the acting was great um so i'm sorry that we missed it in the theater but i'm really glad that we had a chance to watch it um on demand so yeah, just a, a couple more notes uh, sure. about it, though. Is I definitely loved um, the... And I, I, I called this... I say this a lot about a bunch of other movies. So I always call it the road trip aspect. When you watch a movie and, you, and it's from point A to point B, and it's everything that happens in between is, is more... Inter- is, you know, it can be sometimes more interesting than what happens when they actually get to point B. Um, I love movies like that. I love writing stories like that. Um you know, Squirrel Cane is really something, you know, like going from point A to point B kind of thing. Squirrel Cane too, you know, the whole like that that there was so many, but you know, where they wanted they wanted to end up somewhere and they couldn't end up there. That to me, you know, that I, I liked I liked writing stuff like this. So I I love that aspect of what happens to them, you know, because we didn't mention it and I don't want to. Like, what happens when they first go in there, and they you know something happens to them right away when they go in the shin. That, uh, yeah, they go past the shine. Yeah, and then something crazy happens like immediately, and it kind of leaves the audience going like, "Huh, what?" But once again, that's kind of you know something we were discussing earlier, where it's like we as the audience felt the way the characters in the movie felt, and I love that. I love that element. Yeah, that it, you know it was very scary, but not like jump scare. It was more like psychological like thinking yes. about it afterwards. You were like, "Wow, that's really." There wasn't really weird any jump scary in this, was there? Um, oh, well, there was one time. Yeah, yeah, there was like one scene where there's like yeah. a, like an attack, but but um, mostly it's just it makes you think and it sort of makes you look at the world in a different way. And I I love yeah I love that each of the characters got a little bit of time to be developed, so nobody was like a stock character. Everybody was yeah flawed and a little broken and a little interesting and had something to share. And you didn't realize how much story. you missed a character until they were gone, which was cool. Yeah, and I liked how they found like the found there was a, a found footage aspect of it where they found two camera cards as they were going along and they got to like see yeah, some. 
That's stuff. Scary. They saw some stuff. <laughs> that was scary. Been through but, some stuff. Um, yeah. No, it was definitely definitely more along the lines of like a sci-fi horror movie. I I feel than than any other you know subgenre under under sci-fi. But it was a psychological thriller all at the same time. Yeah, like it just it really made you think, and it yeah. and it really like haunts you. I can't after. wait to watch it again too. You know. Yeah, and it's just it was really cool to look at, like the way that like the visual effects were really really cool. Um, so I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I'm kind of intrigued. Maybe I'll eventually read the book um, and sort of see, you know, uh, how that adds to it. Um, but you know, like I said, the book is more about people being self-destructive, um, even above and beyond, like the alien presence piece, which is, you know, that's kind of interesting, right? Like um, how much of of what happens when we interact with things that we don't know uh, is danger that we cause ourselves yeah. by being afraid. And okay. not danger that's actually present from, you know, the other being. Right. Right. But, um, you know, kind of more like man versus himself than, you know, man versus man. Shock. Man oh, yeah, man versus, yeah, exactly. Creature, beastie. Um, listen, man versus shark is <laughs> probably my favorite story. But again, I feel the same way about, like, sharks in the real world is, like, People probably put themselves and create more danger than the sharks do. The sharks just want to be left alone. You know, know. come in there creating all this drama and getting in their face and like, what do you expect them to do? But anyway, that's just, that's my thoughts on this. And that's why I I, I thought it was really cool and I'm glad I got to see it. And I'm glad that it lived up to what I was hoping. uh, It exceeded my expectations. It it totally did. I was Um, glad it wasn't like cheesy in the end where I was like, oh, come on. Because I was afraid that you know sometimes you you don't hear anything about a movie and it's like that means it's gonna be like some cheesy corny crap like most scary movies that I've seen I'm like oh for the love of all that's yeah I, I feel like a lot of a lot of horror movies a lot of scary movies they don't they don't have an ending like they they kind of came up with some the ending monster it looks like or they shot like and yeah God I'm like what or they shot like six different endings and then they. Through darts to figure out which one they should use. Like I, I, my first rule of writing is is I always want to know my ending. I don't want to be in the situation where people are still complaining about the lost finale ten years after it aired. You know. Well, I still like that, but you know, I have my own way of looking at the world. So. I like your way of looking at the world, there, Bessie. Thanks, Bessie. I like how you look at the world too. It's good mm-hmm. to have different ideas sometimes. Yeah. That's how we can write so well together because we're we don't always think about things the exact same way. Exactly. It's a good balance. It is. You are the yin to my yang, bestie. Aw, the pork tear beans. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, folks, I hope that you guys give Annihilation a chance, but don't annihilate yourself. No. Or other people in the process. No, check it out, uh, you know, Amazon and uh, On Demand and whatever... Wherever your things and stuff lie, how you watch your movies, yeah, we don't judge. Fire stick or whatever people do. Yeah, <laughs> those that. are kind of going away though. It sounds like that's kinda. probably because someone figured out how to like track it. it. Yeah, and track stuff so that they can track it. You know, those people are no joke with their intellectual property rights. So I understand. Until next time, make sure you go to our website, prisondad.com. Check out our things and stuff. Check out our six books. Check out our upcoming cons. Yeah, come visit all us. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, Buy come. a stuffed squirrel for your children or loved ones. Like us on prison da- uh, facebook.com slash prison dad. 
Yeah. And, um, and go forth and prosper. Yeah. All that. 